Hello again, everybody. This is Michael. We're going to be dropping an episode called Cool Runnings. Uh, we recorded this like a year and five months ago, maybe. Uh, it's about the Olympics and the Olympics run, so we're like, yeah, we should probably put a show out about the Olympics. All right. Um, please do enjoy. We'll be back pretty soon with a brand new episode. Uh, stay awesome, everybody. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Don Fullove, or you might remember me as Mayor Goldie Wilson from Back to the Future. You're checking out the awesome 80s podcast right along with me. Oh, and remember, always vote for Goldie. See you on the other side, Rick. Awesome 80s podcast. You're not going to fall for the banana and the tail. I feel the need, the need for speed. Ow! It all starts here. Don't fuck with the lords of hell. Yeah! If it bleeds, we can kill it. Down here, it's our time. It's our time down here. They're going to see some serious shit. So I'm taking it back. I'm taking them all back. Wouldn't you like to be a pepper, too? No, no, baby, we go for a ride. You guys want to go see a dead body? Oh, say, you know, they can't believe Jamaica, we have a bobsled team. No, people say, you know, they can't believe Jamaica, we have a bobsled team. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Awesome Ladies Podcast. This is Michael. This is Lawrence. You went straight to your happy place the second you counted to zero. <laughs> uh, it's nice to, nice to catch up with you again, Glenn. Last time I saw you, we were we left the Cub game. I dropped you off at your house. It was just joyous things everywhere. Yeah, yeah, that McDonald's, buddy. Whose <laughs> idea that was? Mine. Uh, it was dumb. I should have went with your subway idea. I'm I'm old enough to know when I've made mistakes. Thanks for admitting to them, Glenn. I appreciate it. Just got to keep trying to further this relationship along. Okay, good. <laughs> uh, how are you? Are you in the Olympic spirit? I I would say I was in the Olympic spirit. Uh, how many gold medals does Michael Phelps have? Like 21 lifetime gold medals. Double deuces. 24. 22, 22 double deuces. Okay. The double douche. Uh, I don't know. I feel there were people when the Bulls were awesome and they were winning the six championships. Some people didn't like that. I don't know. It kind of feels like, I don't know. Maybe I'm super jealous of Michael Phelps. Maybe somebody else should get a gold medal. Somebody else could tell the grandkids they want a gold medal. I don't oh, screw know. That. <laughs> screw that. Uh, we got Michael Phelps. I, best ever. I had a conversation with a friend last night and he was saying that like, and he's, he's right. Like, Michael Phelps should be, like, a quadrillionaire after this. Like, he should get every endorsement deal, and he should be, like, the richest athlete, but he won't be. He's not going to make as much as a shitty second-string NBA player. Or your backup, or your MLB backup catcher. Yeah. <laughs> but he's awesome, and I think people need to understand that. So what? His father was Poseidon. So what? <laughs> <laughs> Somehow, somewhere down the line, a rape got a fish got raped. So whatever. <laughs> Are you watching anything for the summer? Any TV shows? Um, I watched You're the Worst. I finished finished that again. And I um, what's that TV show with uh, Jay Baruchel? Um, man, oh, man, seeking, man seeking woman. Yeah, I, I, I'm almost done with that. It, it's pretty a, good. A friend of mine's daughter plays the sister on that show. You don't. You don't have to make up stories just to make friends. She's from your hometown. Actually, she's from Hayworth, but still Hayville. Hayville. So yeah, she's you know local girl makes good. You know, have you ever heard of the Zoo Lady? It's her daughter. Oh really? Okay. All right. Daughter. I just dropped off a whole bunch of hoes there at the zoo. Well, anyway, this so week many, so we, questions about we are both. <laughs> Uh, well, this week we are in the uh, Olympic spirit, and we. Well, be- I, well, you didn't ask me. I have shows. Okay, what shows are you li- watching, Glenn? Why are you so annoyed by that question? Well, some- I can see you. 
<laughs> just because they can't go ahead, see us go at ahead. home. I can see you. Uh, well, I, I watched uh, Stranger Stranger Things. Have you watched that? Did, did you watch the whole thing? I did. Did you? It doesn't seem like so. I mean, but you you were a fan of it, though. Well, not really. Okay. <laughs> this uh, Stranger Thing doesn't seem like something you'd be you'd be down with, Clint. I agree, and it took a lot of people telling me that this was the comparison that got me. They said it's a cross between Goonies, E.T., and the X Files, and I was like, "All right, I'll try it." You love the X Files. I did. I did love the X Files, and then we we were in. We were all in. The wife, not her type of show. We both enjoyed it. Uh, I'm looking forward to season two. I think once you uh, watch the first episode, you're like, "All right, I'm watching this whole damn thing." And then I didn't read anything about it until after because I wanted no zero, zero spoilers. But they had to like the director made them all watch Goonies and ET. So whoever gave me that comparison was spot on. Um, so what did you think overall? I thought it was a great show. I, I, every night I wanted to keep watching it. So that's what you're supposed to do now. Right? Binge binge. Yeah. Well, I, I guess I'm more of the dreamer between the two of us. Um, to me, uh, it was a good show. I enjoyed it. I'm glad it exists, but I was not mad at the show. I think if I was mad at the show, I, that means I loved it. So I don't think I loved it. I think there wasn't enough like wonder and joy moments. Like there wasn't a bastion. It wasn't sizzle. You needed sizzle. It wasn't like a bastion riding a Treyu, a, a bastion <laughs> riding the Falcor moment from. <laughs> and there wasn't there wasn't like it all starts here moment. There just felt like there wasn't enough heart. I felt like I don't know if they could have done like maybe like a Calvin and Hobbes thing where they kind of imagine themselves in the Dungeons and Dragons world because they had like the upside down and like the regular world if they could imagine like the I don't know maybe they'll save it for season two where they had like more imagination you know well, I don't apparently know apparently there is they wrote the is it the dust brother whatever the brothers are they wrote 32 page uh, 32 pages just dying diagramming the upside down and they barely get like touched it so I think there will be a lot more upside down for you in the future well I think there should be uh, Regular side down. I think there should should have been more fantasy world. Something where they showed them like fighting, like living in their Dungeons and Dragons world. I don't know. But what if like a lost things happen where they like they take it too far next time and then like people are like I'm out. <laughs> like this isn't this isn't made for Michael. I mean this is made for all right for lots of consumption. Okay, lots of so every, I mean it seems like it's well received and I'm glad this exists and I'll, I mean. When we were in the 80s, we saw Stand By Me, which was kind of like a throwback to the 1950s, early 60s. So it seems like we're at a point right now where we're going to see 80s stuff constantly. So this is good. I'm glad I live live in this time. This is good. Uh, another show I binged uh, and finished uh, the first season of was Love. So did you it like it? It came out a little while ago. Did you like it? Did you watch it? I'm sure you did. I think it was a Judd Apatow. He produced it. it I, I really liked it. And the so uh, is, his uh, his one girlfriend he got that was an actress. She's yes. uh, yeah, that's right in my wheelhouse right there. <laughs> She's a pog. Uh, <laughs> you know. So <laughs> here here is my take on it. I think Hollywood. I, I think Hollywood fat is Midwest awesome. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I hated uh, the characters. The two main characters. Oh, they're uh, horrible people. Both of them are horrible. The worst people ever. <laughs> it kind of felt like and, a little bit like you're the worst a little bit. Yeah, I, and I haven't watched You're the Worst, but you, I, you'd like I it. know enough about it to where like that I could see that. I, I thought of that, actually. I was like, I could, this is a You're the Worst sitch. So they, they're they horrible. But then like at the end of the last episode, I was like, oh, I kind of miss them. I know. They kind of sucks you into their world. I, But I mean, you really – I. I, I, well, go ahead. A lot of times with things like this, especially like when you're attempting to go down a romantic comedy well and in a new way, which is very difficult to succeed at just because everything's been done. Uh, you you want to see yourself in one of those characters. And I didn't see myself in any of those characters. I mean, the guy threw you his Blu-rays out you, of a moving car. Glenn would never do that. You, you weren't Britta from 
community, you weren't that character? No. Okay, you, no way. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. You're even suggesting that. <laughs> no, I'm not. Uh, the, fi- the third and final one I have been was Togetherness. Have you watched any of this? What, what's Togetherness? It's an HBO show. Uh, it's done by the Duplass brothers. Duplass brothers? Oh, the Duplass. Yes. Uh, so it stars uh, one of them, the our friend uh, Pete from The League. Not Pete. Yeah, Pete. Is it Pete? Whatever. I don't know. It's Pete's either him or the 9-11 truther. Or, or 9-11 <laughs> faker. I don't remember which one. He, anyway, I think it's Pete. Anyway, great show. I really like it. It's really tough. To watch. Uh, well, who's the who are the actors in it? Well, it's Mark Duprass. It is Amanda Peet. They're the only two like ones I knew. Okay. Uh, there's a core of four. Oh, and then Peter Gallagher has a recurring role. Uh, yeah, it's it's real. It's it's one of the realest shows I think I've ever seen on television. Like about relationships and marriage and friendship. It's pretty real. He's Pete. Okay. I think you would like it. I think you would like it. Uh, okay, I'm done with my shows now. You can talk about the 80s. I, I don't want to downplay the Stranger Things, but it felt like there wasn't any, like, you're the first Goonie moment. You know, like, this is Willie. He's the first Goonie. Like, there wasn't, I didn't feel like, it wasn't like, oh, God, I'm going to start crying. I really liked the moment where they pissed each other off and, they, and the kid with no teeth forced him to handshake or they made him you the know kid with no teeth is the greatest thing ever yeah but it just feels like we're gonna get three more months and then every single one of them is gonna have a deep voice and be like hey well, did you read about he went through the change after he filmed it uh-huh. and he couldn't do any voice work like to voiceovers like, okay so they just had to leave everything like he couldn't do any touch-ups you're combing your pompadour <laughs> thanks Glenn. The ba- the baby was walking around putting this in her mouth, and I was like, "Where's the comb at?" Oh, I found the comb. Anyway, it's it's the good. I just I don't, I don't know. It just feels like everyone's in love with this TV show, and it feels like I like it. I don't love it. I'm in like. That's fine. That's entertainment. Yeah, this is it's all it's all all you can ask from life. Okay, it can't be a movie a TV show specifically made for you, Michael. Jesus. What do we what do we hit to talk about, man? <laughs> so we're here to discuss the uh nineteen ninety-three classic Cool Run. Ready! Ready! Feel the rhythm! Feel the rhyme! Get on up! It's bumpling time! Cool running! Whoa! We've bent the rules. Is this a nine eighties movie made in the nineties? I didn't get that description. That was not sent to me in show notes. This was uh, a 90s movie specifically made about an event in the 1980s. Okay, that, we'll accept it. And plus it has John Candy in it as well. Well, you can't go wrong with uh, almost dead John Candy. I think um, this was probably his swan song for me. Like, There's nothing after this that John Candy's in that I'm like, yeah, I'll watch this today. Reagan's East? I'm, I'm never... Are you really going to watch that, Glenn? I've never watched it. I'll never watch it. I'm never going to watch that. I believe John Candy still is our most decorated uh, person. 80s there. star, yes. And I think there's a couple more movies that we will discuss, hopefully. We haven't done Splash. I haven't done Splash. Uh, Blues uh, Brothers, he's in it there. That's true. Yeah, Orange Whip. Orange Whip. Three Orange Whips. Was he in Lady in Red or Woman in Red? Woo. You mean like the man with red. one red shoe? Maybe that's what I'm thinking. No. I don't think no. this is Jim Belushi. According to Jim, he's not in it. <laughs> Let's see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we'll do rookie of the year at some point, just cause. Just cause. I mean, I would do delirious or career opportunities. Oh yeah. Exactly. Trouble. I mean they're all 90, so I'd probably do them. I think delirious would be perfect. I love delirious. Hot to trot. We never, we've never done hot to trot. Yeah, I talked to. I had an embarrassing moment when we when I met Bobcat Goldthwait because I wanted to talk to him about hot to trot, and they're like apparently super abusive to the to the the horse and everything. I'm like, oh god, now I can't watch hot to trot ever again. 
Well, don't ruin it for me. I'm sorry. <laughs> Jesus. Sorry. Um, so to me, other than John Candy, the only other star in this film is our friend from the early 90s, Dougie Doug. Doug E. Doug. Tell me, tell uh, me what, what, why is Dougie Doug, Doug famous? Why is, why is well, Dougie Doug in our well, zeitgeist? I, I want to move real quick. I still have John Candy stuff. Okay. We've done 10. Uh, we could still do the Blues Brothers. Uh, I'm not going to do heavy metal. Oh, we've done 11. I'm sorry. We've done 11. I just found another one we did. Uh, Splash we're going to do. I think definitely. Right? Yeah. Oh, crap. Things are happening. Everything's happening, Michael. Uh, Hot to Trot, we said. Only the Lonely? That's a 90s movie. That's <sighs> but it's... I think yeah, we should do... Only, I'd, I'd like to do Only the Lonely. Um, she's having a baby. He's in that? Is he? Oh, he's in the background, remember? He's on the TV screen, but uh, in this show, Togetherness, they were playing the Doug Benson movie game, and someone... And it wasn't called out at all, but someone just ran... They slipped that in there. They said, uh, she's having a, or John Candy, and they go, she's having a baby. And I was like, oh, great. Oh. <laughs> Oh, you know, we've done 12. I, there's just so many. Armed and Dangerous, you love that movie. I'm a, oh, God. Follow That Bird. Let's see how fast this son of a bitch go. Um, Follow That Bird. Dude, I never cry. I mean, as a child, you cry all the time for your skin knees or whatever. But like in a movie theater, that was like the first time I remember crying in the movie theater when Follow That Bird. Because they painted him in that purple color. I don't know if he's purple or not. I'm colorblind. But they painted him in the purple color and put him in that cage. Oh god, it was horrible. Why would you do that to a small child and take him to see non-yellow, yellow, yellow Big Bird? Uh, anyway, I, mean, I don't understand it. All right, so Dougie Doug, what did Dougie Doug do? Uh, on uh, <laughs> on IMDb, apparently he's a producer, writer, and an actor. So he he's he's coming at you from all angles. This Dougie Doug. Uh, he's in a new show next year called Brown Nation. Sounds like it's about African American people. Just I don't want to. I'm just saying. Uh, so he was on Cosby Show and other things, and he it just felt like he was constantly wasn't he on MTV all the damn time? He was like that annoying dude. He's yeah. I don't want to say he's like Paulie. I don't want to say he's like Paulie Shore, but he was like that. Well, he had a he had a string of uh, random drop-ins. Mo better blues. Mm-hmm. He was a bus boy. And then Jungle Fever, he was just a friend. Uh, he's in Dr. Giggles. He's like the Hanging Zane. with the Homeboys. I never saw Hanging with the Homeboys, but I remember always seeing the cover in the, uh, in the video rental store. What's a, what's a video rental store, Glenn? Uh, it's where you, people used to go to. Uh, to, to it's, it's the Netflix where you had to drive to it. Oh, Drive Up Netflix. Okay, I got you. Drive Up Netflix. Uh, Class Act, he was Popsicle. I loved him in Class Act. Operation Dumbo Drop. Oh, my God. And uh, then he had a, a break for a year or two before that damn, that darn cat in uh, Diagnosis Murder uh, kind of took over. But he had this certain energy, something about him. And the character he played in Cool Runnings was Senka Coffee. Love that name. It kind of felt like they were being uh, kind of lazy with these names. The, uh, they were so lazy with these names. <laughs> they couldn't have done better. I mean, so there's another character. He's like, he's like the macho dude. He's Yul Brenner. Yeah, Yul Brenner. You'll just call him Yul Brenner. And there's the kind of the kind of plays Car- the Carlton character. From, junior. Yeah, Junior. Just call him Junior. That works. Perfect, right? Yeah, they did not put a lot of time into. Uh, most of this movie and that is not and by the way that is not my feelings towards the movie i think this movie is great but, but okay. there is no attention to this detail this movie is all. not this movie is not a good movie but still it just feels like there's certain movies that are not good movies that you're excited to watch and this is one of those movies this is a movie that i think my i would show my children i, I, I think a, say, I, I think a seven-year-old would love this movie yes uh, according to IMDb, I so, can get it for one ninety nine on Amazon Video. However, I paid three ninety nine, so somebody owes me something. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think it's okay for kids, except they do make a lot of comments about butts. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fine. 
Okay. I'm seriously <laughs> mad about this one ninety nine dollars. Did it go down in twenty four hours? Did you? Are you out two dollars? I'm out two dollars. I'm. They're getting an email. And there they're, is. They're going to give me another free month of Prime. <laughs> yeah, I know. I already paid. Uh, they're getting an email. Let's just call it out like it is. This film is also available in a lower format on YouTube. Just regular YouTube. It's fine. I just, you know, I wanted the convenience of being able to watch it wherever I was. On your device. I watched it on my phone. At one point, I watched half on my phone. I watched a third on my iPad and the rest on my streaming television set. It's it's one of those movies where I could break it up and not miss anything. Welcome to Obama's America. This is is what... This is what Eisenhower dreamt about in the 1950s. I was just carrying around and watching TV. Well, now that I have unlimited data, it's just so much easier. <laughs> uh, at some point, they're going to throttle us hard on that data stream. I'm not going to get anything without buffering. Well, it's like <laughs> it's like what like with Netflix. I'm like, hey, it's only this much a month. I'm like, well, I probably get like eighty dollars a month out of it. <laughs> You know, like there's people that don't use it at all, and I'm I'm the person that uses it a lot. Um, so uh, we brought this up because of the 19. We brought this film up because of the 1988 uh, Jamaican bobsled team. Uh, yeah, so it's it's Olympic season. Do you like the Olympics? Do you watch them? I did. I did it work a little bit, but that was about it. I'm not like, oh yeah, Olympics. But my mother-in-law loves it. She bought a new TV just so she could watch the Olympics. Really? That's excessive. <laughs> I mean, you know what? People buy new TVs to watch the Super Bowl every year. Yeah. It's one of the biggest TV weeks of the year. So why not the Olympics? I just, I don't, I don't get in. There was a real sports a few weeks ago uh, about the Olympics. Did you happen to see this? No. What are they? What's their, what's well, their theory? So it's the real sports is the HBO show. It's been on 21 years with Brian Gumble, you know, and they usually uh-huh. mm-hmm. it's a mix of mm-hmm. scandal, gotcha stuff, and also like good stories. And this is the first time in 21 years of their existence that they ever covered one topic the whole show. And they had four different stories about the Olympics and basically how horrible it is. Do you know who invented the, the torch? Did I, we talk about this? Was it the Nazis? I don't know. I don't yeah. know. It was, it was Hitler. What? Hitler invented in the 36 Olympics, it's the first time they ever did the torch. Basically, the Olympics are is a device that is so corrupt that everyone who's a part of it gets really rich. People's human rights across the globe get completely trampled, and dictators use it to gain power. And they did a really interesting comparison of hit, uh, like they showed like Hitler's numbers before and after the Olympics, like the approval in, in Germany compared to Putin uh, with the 2012. Uh, Sochi Sitch, or was that 14? 14. Yeah. And it's just, it's marveling how, you know, these guys obviously are smart and they know what they're doing, but they use this to get control of their people and they do it so well. And I don't know, like, I just feel dirty and horrible about the Olympics and I don't want to. Like, there's so many companies that could just get together Nike and Reebok and LA Gear and British Knights. I think they're still a thing. BK Knights. They could get together, have a World Games that isn't corrupt like this and turn a profit. You don't need to build a new stadium. <laughs> there are stadiums everywhere. I live in a town that has three stadiums. <laughs> That's true. Um, and the real sports, do they talk about the Olympic Village and all the banging? No, they did not cover the banging. Uh, you know, we can eliminate HPV people, but it wasn't wasn't for these Olympians banging all the Olympics. Cause I think, isn't it like only 1% like has a legitimate shot of winning a medal and everybody else, yeah. all the other athletes are like, well, I'm in excellent shape and all these other people, opposite sex or same sex that I'm interested in are in excellent shape. Like 80 condoms a person or more than that. It was ridiculous. How, many, how many, how many, like, it was like more than 80 condoms a person that are supplied by the Olympic <laughs> committee. Like these are just supplied to every person. I don't Glenn. Over two weeks? My wallet's not that big. Over two weeks? I don't think I'd be capable of such a thing. Well, you're not an Olympic athlete. I'm not an Olympic athlete. I mean, I, was, I'm just, I assume on every corner they've got smoothies. Got to re- get your vitamins back. I mean, protein shakes. Be ready to go. Oh, I missed my event, but I was banging. Sorry. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to predict these are the, the least banged Olympics. Uh, 
given the fact that half of them are swimming in literal poop. You think that's... <laughs> and then the diving well, it turned green. I'm like, oh, this, yes. is, this is horrible. <laughs> it turned green. It's not... My father-in-law, does, his pool never turns green. He knows what he's doing. You tell me the Olympics don't have someone who knows how to balance pH? It's crazy. Yeah, it's too it's it's too big and it's floundering. Yeah. Did you see the Yeah. It's It's But I'm a, not here to shit on the Olympics, even though I already am. Yeah. <laughs> We're here to celebrate the the feel good story of the nineteen eighty eight Olympics. When you think of the Olympics in the eighties, like what do you think of? Uh okay, so I've I have some very specific memories. My personal memories are of Bonnie Blair. Yeah. The Olympic uh, Peoria, speed skater. Peoria native. Uh, champagne. I thought it was Peoria. Okay, go ahead. It's Champagne. Uh, her, she grew up uh, with someone who was good friends with my mom around the 88, 92 games. So we constantly were getting free Bonnie Blair, Blair swag. Like we got Bonnie Blair jackets and everything we wanted. Like, I saw all these signed sports <laughs> illustrated. Like I was, you see my satin jacket Blair. <laughs> I I am the one person who would think it'd be cool to show up to junior high in a Bonnie Blair jacket. Well, it's just it, I mean, it shows you where our priorities are. Like, it should be a bigger deal. It should be cool it to have a Bonnie a, Bonnie Blair jacket. It be, yeah. It, well, even then, like it, it it had like I'm okay. It wasn't cool, but it had like a wow factor at least. Like, oh, that's Bonnie Blair. But like now, like if I showed up like if with a Michael Phelps jacket. No one cares. And he's like the biggest star ever. Not really, but he should, know. he should be in America, but no. Yeah. That's, and that's what, so my friend said last night, that guy should be make should like never have to, you know, he should just be leaving millions and millions and millions compared to what other athletes in this country make who have never accomplished even close to what he's accomplished. I mean, 22 freaking gold medals. Jesus. I'm just saying. Well, good for him. Some people don't even have one Glenn. Well, I have uh, five ships on a stick from my first cruise with Carnival, so that's impressive. Uh, I was the the cruise I was on. I was like, I think uh, Glenn would clean up in here. I think he would. I, I, I think, <laughs> and I did. <laughs> me and my wife, we uh, uh, we cleaned up with the pictures because we did a lot of ridiculous pictures, and like we'd have people all walks of life because they like take your picture and they put it on the boat everywhere. and then everywhere. And, and like everyone was coming up to us and like, you're that couple, you're that couple with the ridiculous <laughs> picture. You're like, yeah, we know no big deal. I was hanging my ships on a stick, uh, from my neck by the time it was over, just walking around like, that's right. Bags, trivia. I got you. So you had a, like a flavor flave situation with your yeah, awards. Man, it's, <laughs> it's like, sorry, everyone else on this boat sucks. Right. Uh, and then second cruise? Yeah, worst week of my life. That's, I'm sorry. Worst week of I'm my sorry. life. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, I remember um, the, was it a, the Disney, I think it was like, a, was it the Disney Eagle or something? It was like really big in like the 84 Olympics. Like they had like the big giant Uncle Sam hat. I remember yeah. Mary Lou Retton, like that was big. Carl Lewis was huge. Uh, Whitney ben Johnson, yeah, Whitney Houston, uh, Greg Luganis b- busting his head open. Um, that was '88, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, but I mean, as far as like other, that was '88. Just memories. Yeah, just what what flashes to your mind when you think of the eight, when the Olympics, and of course the Jamaican bobsled team. I think of Dan and Dave. Oh, but th- I think that was '92. That was '92, the biggest flop, and I think of the NBC, uh, the TriCast. Like it was supposed to be like the most innovative pay-per-view thing ever and no one bought it and they lost like $3 billion. I guess I just always associate the Olympics with bad. All of my memories are failures of the Olympics. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe I'm not their target audience. Uh, Yeah, so 88, the Jamaican Bob Sub Team. Do you have recollection of this happening while it happened? I I remember remember watching it on TV. I remember it being a big thing. Um, Because the whole idea was they'd get I mean, in the in the movie, they talk about getting these super athletes to be the sprinters to be in these bobsleds. Do you remember was Herschel Walker? Walker? Okay, like that was yes. a real thing. Like in our mind, I was yeah. like, did I remember that? Was that like a real thing? I thought about that the whole movie. I know. Like, <laughs> uh, 
All right, so this movie starts out happy reggae on the beach. You know, uh, we see some guys. They're uh, they're training. We got a toilet paper finish line. This is I Jamaica. Mean, you make do, okay? You make do. Uh, we see these guys running through Jamaica. We got the lady, the fruit head ladies with the fruit on their head. They like the men's butts. Huge, huge ass fans in this movie. Love the ass. Uh, and then we, we basically, it's kind of, it's not really a montage in the beginning, but it's just kind of like, hey, we're, we're just setting the tone uh, for the Olympic trials, which comes up here in the first few minutes. And it's a sprinting situation. Uh, and what happens during the Olympic trials, sprinting? Uh, junior. He's, he's, he's the Carlton. He's the Carlton of the group. He trips everyone. And the people, the main characters all trip up and they don't get a chance to rerun the race. And they don't get a chance to go to the Olympics. Yeah, the only other events that Jamaica had in the Olympics that year uh, were boxing and cycling. Uh, real quick, to, just for clarification, I'm sure most of the people listening to this podcast understand how the Olympics are different now than they were then. But it used to be the summer and winter Olympics were the same year. Yeah. Uh, whereas now they're two years apart. So it used to be every four years was – Olympics, leap year, presidential election. Uh, and now that's not the case. Now it's just uh, part of the Olympics and leap year and presidential election. Yeah. So you don't, you don't get both. Uh, but at the time, this made sense because, yeah, they'd be having the trials for the Summer Olympics uh, before the Winter Olympic Games because they're all in the same year. Whereas if you were watching it now and did not know that, you'd be like, well, that doesn't make any sense. It makes sense. Trust me. Uh, so while, uh, what's our main character? The, the one guy who doesn't have a crazy name. <laughs> Is it Jevil or Jessup? What's his name? Oh, Leon. Leon. <laughs> or no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Dereese. Oh, Dereese. Yes. Dereese. Played by Leon. Just Leon. And he doesn't, uh, he doesn't take no for an answer. He's that kind of guy. He's super positive. He's going to make his dreams come true. Uh, are we to assume his father passed away? Yeah, I think we're to assume his father passed away. They never said it. But or his father just abandoned him. They didn't want to talk about that kind of <laughs> story. I don't know. It's Disney. So sorry about that. So uh, Leon's trying to talk them into letting them rerun. Uh, as you stated, they, they said no. Uh, and he sees a picture of his father uh, with a man who we later uh, find out to be John Candy. And he, he inquires about it and basically finds out that this, this American came down to the island because he had this dream of sprinters uh, also competing in the bobsled uh, situation. And it never got off the ground. It never happened. His dad had already won Olympic gold twice and did not want to participate in this. Uh, so now he's, he has a goal. Uh, he's going to have to track down uh, John Candy. But first he talks to others, correct? Yeah, well, I mean, this is kind of based on reality a little bit because, like, Jamaica's, I mean, with Usain Bolt, they won the gold, and then they've had sprinters in Canada that have been of Jamaican descent and sprinters in England that are of, are of Jamaican descent. They've won gold. They're, they're that good. So it, it, was, it kind of made sense to, like, put these people in the back of this bobsled. So that was John Candy's idea, except he came down and he just decided to buy a bar and just drink the whole time and bet on – Whatever. Down on horses. Yeah. It's a bookie. It's a bookie. Hot to trot. <laughs> so uh he talks in he talks a couple friends into this and they're gonna go find him. Uh so I I I Sanka wants to do it because he's the best uh is it soapbox derby or what do they call it? Uh, they didn't call it that. What'd they call it? But Rally car. Yeah. Something like that. But he's the, he's the best, he's the best, best derby car dr- driver in Jamaica. So he's, he's that good. So he decides that both of them are going to go find John Candy and get him on their side so they can be in the Olympics. So, uh, they show up to John Candy's bar. He's obviously just lost some money. Uh, and, uh, they're kind of stalking him. Outside the bathroom, it's good anywhere. That's that's they're not going to take no for an answer, right? There's just these happy Jamaican guys. 
So uh, we fast forward to him agreeing to this. I just I remember it taking a little longer to him for to, to agree to this, but he did agree to it. And then he shows the video of like all these wrecks and crashes and to these other potential Olympic Olympic participants. But it was like a 1950s like. This is why we just bad video. Yeah, it's like, and then when you crash, your bones don't break; they shatter. Yes, like if you're on a water slide, your your body's God fine. Your head just might fall. God oh, sorry, is that too deep? Is that too real? <laughs> Probably need more weight. Much like uh, bobsled, sometimes need more weight. You don't put a ten year old on a giant. I know, Jesus Christ. So anyway, uh, they end up uh, keeping uh, Yul Brenner and then uh, Carlton from from Fresh Prince. They both show up, uh, but Carlton shows up late, and they're like, uh, "We just won't show him the video. He'll be on the team." <laughs> so yeah, they event, they get John Kennedy to agree with this. Him and his temper. Uh, I think also uh, real quick when they scared him coming out of the bathroom. I think that's the heart attack that that I think it started there that eventually killed him as a person. Poor, poor John Kennedy. I, think, I guess this was the the last movie that came bad. out. This is the last movie that came out when he was alive. Everything else was after yeah. he was dead. I mean, he did not look well, right? This is probably. I mean, Wagon's East. He looked the worst. <laughs> but yeah, yeah you, well, you can I mean, tell he's like. Good. I mean, when we see, I mean, he looked probably the best to me and probably volunteers like as far as like color weight he looked good yeah he never but he never was like trimmed down he never was like like a jonah like hill a jonah hill yeah. bam <laughs> <laughs> oh me a coke uh how'd you lose so, all that weight i don't know uh Senka, he he automatically established himself as the clown says funny things mm-hmm. like they kind of they're not really characters as much as archetypes like there's the everyman boy next door guy he's the main character there's the the dorky carlton character there's the bully character which is the yule brenner and there's a the clown which is dougie doug so we have a friend uh he's an anthropologist and he went down and he studied in jamaica and he was telling me, like, like studied, like, different gangs of Jamaica. And, like, people he, like, was, like, learning from would get, like, shot dead. Like, Jamaica is a really crime-ridden, like, dirty. Yeah, they don't really place. they don't really talk about any of that. They, they kind of touch on it a little bit when they're having a fight together. Like, you'll never amount to anything. You'll be like these other slubs. Uh, right. But, but, but they, it's never, yeah. like, it's never really real. It's like the harder they come with Jimmy Cliff. Like, it, they're gangs. People die every day. Don't leave your resort. Don't leave your resort, people. Jesus. This is a very fictional version of a country, which is fine. It is what it is. But have you tried the clear Pepsi? I've never heard of Pepsi clear. Right now. Crystal Pepsi. Can't wait for tomorrow. (laughs) Right now. I think think that's probably their best-selling album, I'm just saying. The one with the two-headed kids. I remember kids. it being good at the time, so why would I want it again? I know. <laughs> like, there's giant displays of it. I don't remember ever liking it. Somebody bought it. Have you, yeah, I don't. Come on, it's Van. Anyway. It's Van Hagar. Everyone loves it. Van Hagar. Uh, so, John Candy starts to train him, but and he, he goes to the Jamaican Olympic Committee and he's basically like, I need twenty thousand dollars, which seems really low, by the yeah, way. Yeah, well, he kind of gets like a tentative. Okay, you can have a team, but you're gonna have to come up with your own money, right? So, well, if you don't embarrass us too much, we'll let we'll let you go. But we ain't we're not footing the bill, even though this is gonna bring millions of dollars in t-shirt sales and tourism into our country. Uh, I don't know if that happened, but there was a lot of t-shirts later on, and someone made money off of those. Just saying. So uh, we get the uh, the bobsled team. Uh, they come up. Uh, they got to try to make money on their own. Uh, what does Senka do? He uh, he writes a reggae song. Yeah, and there's also uh, involved with a kissing booth later on. Yeah, and there's a uh, arm wrestling uh, contest for Devo or uh, 
Leo Brenner, that is. Yeah. And, uh, you know, everyone's trying to hustle. Uh, our main man, he's our, our boy next door. He's trying to do everything right. Uh, he's trying to, uh, Jarese, he's trying to go to people and he's getting laughed out. A big montage of laughs. Lots of laughing at him in his face. But uh, Junior finally makes the ultimate sacrifice. Uh, he sells his car. Now, no one gets more than a two-minute to three-minute backstory. Uh, Junior's is, is that his dad is rich and wants him to be successful and wants to send him to go work at some Jewish law practice in Florida. Uh, which they kept making like they kept making fun of the names. They, like, they did. Like, they did. They're like Ann Goldberg or whatever. Right. <laughs> and so they, they just emphasized them. So I think that was kind of like a tongue-in-cheek uh, situation. But yeah, so he, uh, Junior has never always did what his father wants, but he sells his car and he tells his dad he loaned his car out and that he's now in Florida working for this law practice when in reality he's in his home country training for the Olympics. Uh, but there's not much of a buildup. You know, you're thinking you get some training, you get to say your prayers. But guess, really, they train once, and now they're in Jamaica. Now they're in Canada. They're in Canada. I remember them being in Jamaica longer, but it's like eighty twenty Canada versus Jamaica. Yeah, yeah. And this movie is not a long movie. Yeah, I know. It's just, and once again, it's gonna sound like I think it's it may come across that we're shitting on it. I'm not. I'm <laughs> telling you. You said earlier it's not a good movie, but that's never stopped us from liking anything. Before. Exactly. And. It, and if it was longer, I probably wouldn't like it. <laughs> it's short and sweet. I mean, especially like sometimes new stupid movies today, they try to make it longer than what it needs to be. It's just like trim it down and it'll be better. I mean, don't jokes are funny when you're short and sweet. You don't have to be there all day. Come on, Judd Apatow. <laughs> uh, so right away, uh, we start to see John Candy's backstory a little bit. They hint at things. The U.S. coalition – uh, they don't like him, except for one guy who he's uh, helped out, who he cons into a couple things. But they don't like him at all. Uh, they're all. And then we they're get, all very cold in this icy north. Uh, and we get this this quote. I don't even know who said it. I didn't write it down. But can lightning run on ice? <laughs> <laughs> so I think random. that that was. I think that was the news broadcast. When it, this was uh, maybe maybe it was yeah. So John Candy ends up making a deal to get an, uh, an old shitty sled. Uh, meanwhile, uh, the guys are running. They're trying to get on ice for the first time. Uh, they can't stand. I understand. I can't. I can't get on ice. Either. It's it's as play. if they were an infant just learning to walk. Uh, also, earlier Dougie uh, Fresh, he likes to kiss an egg. So that was one later. <laughs> That's a weird. I don't know where this came from, what the reference is, but it's a bunch of weirdness when he just carries around his little egg with him. I love you, egg. This is it all the time. So I wrote down, do you think people uh, Do you think people are always afraid of what's different? I think. Because everyone's mocking these guys. They are afraid. And Yul Brenner, he's got a, way, a certain way of looking at things. And I think maybe he's a little more intelligent, a little more deep. He's a deeper guy than what people think he is. Oh, I definitely agree. Uh so, uh, we have their first practice in their in their crappy uh, sled. Uh, high in, low out. High in, low out. Yeah. High in, low out. Uh, they crash. Uh, they crash hard. Uh, and then we get a, a rare emotional moment where they're all talking about what they want to do. And Yul Brenner, he carries a picture where he wants to live someday. Where does he want to live? He want to live. With, he wants to live with the Queen of England. He wants to live in Buckingham Palace. He didn't know it was Buckingham Palace, but that's where he wants to live. But Senka kind of shoots him down and says, "You're nothing." It's kind of a it's kind of a cool moment because it's a they kind of reach out to each other, and this is the point where I mean everyone was kind of giving Junior shit the entire movie, and this is the point where Junior steps up and says, "You know what? If he wants to live in Buckingham Palace, he can live in Buckingham Palace." He's like, "My dad had nothing, and look at him now." He's like, if we need more people that want to live in Buckingham Palace and Jamaica would be a better country. Solid, solid words. Yep. I'm a solid man. Uh, at this point, too, uh, we have a, a situation where Darius is working on the sled. And then the white man comes to try to crash all his hopes and dreams. Uh, he tells him all about how uh, his coach, 
played by the uh, lovable John Candy. Uh, he is a uh, he's a cheater. He he got the seventy two gold medals taken away from them for cheating. Oh, and also there's a lot of fat shaming in this movie. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> man, you really let yourself go to hell. And he just kind of looks down and stuff like, yeah, I do look like shit. <laughs> uh, I put you just, you can't trust Whitey in this situation. You know, this guy obviously had an agenda. He's trying to. He's trying to self-destruct he, this group. Yeah. Uh, next, I think a good setting to try to bring these guys together would be a country bar in the middle of Canada. Your thoughts? That sounds perfect to me. And you also, you get this uh, reciprocity between Yul Brenner and Junior, the Carlton character. And it's like, you know what? I helped you when you were down. I'm going to help you that you're not down. So he gives him the pep talk, the famous pep talk in front of the, uh, in front of the mirror. And then at this point, he is awesome enough to take on the East German team. Cause that's still a thing. So, yeah. So I want to point out, uh, with the John Candy situation with the U.S. and this and that, I really thought, you know, the logical thing here, well, you got to make U.S. the bad guy, but that's not going to fly in America. So they had to find, like, the East Germans and, like, put them as the bad guy. Uh, the East Germans sitting there in their country bar smoking cigarettes. That's not healthy. Uh, but, yeah, they, like, strategically, like, even though, like, the U.S. not athletes were kind of heels – they like strategically made it so like they weren't really the bad guys. We got to show shift all the focus of bad guys to East Germany because that no one likes the East Germans. Uh, but the, the but in, in a lesser movie, the Swiss and the East Germans would have been the same team, Do you right? Know what I'm saying? But not in this movie. This is supersized. We have room for all sorts of fields because this way, well, this are, way the Swiss, yeah, Swiss. I mean, they're the badasses. They don't get in bar fights. They're too good for that. So we have the country bar fight uh, where the East Germans and Jamaicans exchange some blows. Uh, Jerese is mad at his boys. John Candy's mad, but no one, no one gets to uh, gets kicked out of the Olympics. What was John Candy? Did you catch what uh, he told the bar owner to not press charges? He says, I won a gold medal once. I don't know what he said. No, he said that uh, he told them that the Jamaicans were all mentally disturbed. Oh, that's right. <laughs> could have done without that you met you met dougie doug right yeah that's just the way they are sorry about that <laughs> so uh we're gonna get the training montage now rise above it man we gotta rise above it gotta rise above whatever it is um one thing i really enjoyed about this was the attention to detail and how this film was almost identical to what actually happened in real life. Uh, is that true? <laughs> no, it's not true. <laughs> okay. Uh, cause they do some montages where they crash. Everyone has a big, Oh, they crashed. Oh, is that true? Or Clark? <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, uh, there was no sprinters in Jamaica. They ended up being on the team. They ended up going to initially, but they ended up, going to the military and getting some guys from the military. And one of the guys got hurt doing one of their runs when they were in Canada. So they ended up getting a brother who was an actual sprinter to be on the team. So he was the only like athlete, athlete on the team. Of course, everyone in the military was kind of in shape, but they just, I, they kind of, it was amazing. They even, I mean, cause you have to like qualify. So they, they actually qualified to be in the Olympics and it wasn't like everyone hated them. Like the East Germans or the Swiss, there wasn't much disrespect. Everyone was encouraging them to do it. Because, I mean, it's good for business. You got some press there. Everyone's going to be excited about bobsledding. And they had the Canadian, like the real-life Canadian team, they got them a bobsled. Everyone wanted them to be there. And it was kind of in open arms is what they were there, you know. And the actual, the four people in this movie, none of them were Jamaican at all. Also, did you see... Did you see some of the initial casting choices that they wanted to have? No. Tell me about it. Uh, Denzel... Yeah. Eddie Murphy. What? One of the Wayanses. What? Yeah. Marlon? I, I could see Marlon. Yeah, I think Marlon. Uh, this movie does not work if Denzel, even, 19, well, yeah, 93 Denzel, it's Pelican Brief. Yeah, no, this movie does not work with Denzel or Eddie Murphy. No. 
this movie it, it takes a whole different direction that doesn't work at all. I think I, I mean I think Dougie Doug and John Candy are enough star power for this movie to be good. Michael? Yes. Uh sorry, uh, I lost you for a second. Uh so yeah, I think what they did it worked. Um, how do you think this, because uh, this was a Disney movie, and there's other Dis- like actual Disney kid movies and other ones just like it in the early 90s, because it kind of felt like, we talked about it before, but like Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead was kind of an 80s movie made in the 90s, and it kind of felt like 80s movies continued into the early 90s, until, I would say, until like Reservoir Dogs, and then all of a sudden everyone was like, <laughs> I guess this is the 90s, you know, and then those stupid <laughs> kid movies, I'm just saying those stupid kid movies didn't come out like Mighty Ducks. Uh, little Giants, Jack. yeah, Rookie of the Year, like Sandlot, Angels Camp in the Outfield, Miller. yeah, like, and then all of a sudden it's like, all right, this isn't uh, this isn't a thing anymore. Well, day Kurt Cobain died, we all kind of grew up. We all grew up a little too fast that day, sophomore year. <laughs> uh, luckily, so- luckily the luckily the place in the mall had T-shirts I could wear, so to commemorate that. <laughs> A poser. <laughs> All right, so, anyway, uh, you'd see people with like five different R.I.P. Kurt Cobain t-shirts. I know, I what the know. hell, people? I Sorry I to bring it up. I didn't want to bring it up. But I mean, how does this rank against those other early 90 movies? Like, I think Mighty Ducks is better than this, but I think this is better than Little Giants, you know? I think this is better than Angels in the Outfield. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's up there. I mean... It it is it's it's exactly what it should be. Uh, towards the end of the movie, we, the rules committee changes some rules, and then they disqualify them. Uh, oh, great Coke product placement, by the way! Like they all start drinking Coke out of the bottle. <laughs> I think was that right after because they got their initial in the actual film. They got their their sled and they got it repainted. And then they got the logo on it, and then they everyone just hanging out drinking their Coca Cola mm, out of the glass, yeah, exactly. out of the glass bottle. This, this is the best Coke I've ever had. I love Coke. So they fix up their sled, and then they get disqualified. Which uh, I love that it wasn't the Olympics rule committee; it was the alliance. Like you don't want to get too real here, so they gave the heel like white men group called the alliance. And John Candy, at some point, you got to have some passion speech in this. And uh, he doesn't like passion speeches, like went for the Gipper, so he just makes up fake prayers. But in this in this scene, he goes into the Alliance and he gives them what for. And they uh, he changes their mind. He says, blame me. I'm the one who, who screwed the United States. Blame me. Don't blame them. Uh, so he, he gets the team back in with this impassive speech. Uh, everyone at home in Jamaica is watching. They're very happy. Uh, but then Junior's dad shows up to the Olympic Village. Apparently just walks right into the Olympic Village. No big deal. No big no, deal. My he son. Says, no. My son. Oh, okay. He, uh, he tells Junior this is it. But then Junior, he recalls his conversation with the aforementioned Yule Brenner. And he's ready to go. He stands up to his dad. And... Uh, that's it. We're ready to go, right? John Candy gives the uh, the fake prayer. Dougie Fresh is feeling very Olympic today. And then they finish in last place on their first run. <laughs> uh, but so one of the things underlined, there's tons of things underlined throughout this movie, but they only actually use a few of them. It's like in the script room, they're like, let's put like 20 possible things that they could use. We could use later. And then we'll just pick two of those at some point to rally around. And one of them was the Swiss that you mentioned earlier. Yeah. uh, It felt like, yeah, it kind of felt like there's like a bunch of different branches of storyline they could follow, but they only picked like two or three at the end. Like these are the ones we're going to finish. Yeah, exactly. They just, you know, once again, we, we, once again, Glenn and I both love this movie. We're not trying to love it. I think it's the best. Uh, so they have a meeting with their leader, Derice, and they're just like, man, we got to be us. We can't be ashamed. We're from Jamaica. We, we are can't Jamaica. say I'm dry. We can't do it. So uh, they come up with a little uh, cool runnings raw saying, and uh, they finish in second. So obviously that worked. 
Well, at all, what what matters is that third run, Glenn. That's what's most important. Well, yeah. Then now they start to show like the broadcasters are secretly wearing like the Jamaican shirts under their suits or their winter coats. Well, and John Candy, I maybe who's a little larger to be in anything Jamaica themed, but he had the Jamaican scarf. Like, oh hell, I can wear this scarf. This will make this will this is very well, slimming. They tossed him like a Rasta hat, like on oh, the way. That's right. Uh, oh, that's right. Dougie Fresh tosses him a uh, Rasta <laughs> hat, and they're going and they're killing it. But then their bobsled bobsled breaks. Uh, once again, not very dramatic fashion. Like you got, you saw a couple shots before, but definitely uh, they're not trying to draw anything out. They just want to get this movie done in the print. So uh, they they're down for a minute. Like it seems like. Maybe they're injured. It's the most serious moment because they, they crash probably five or six other times in this movie, and it's all very comedic. People pee on themselves. They're touching each other. Everyone is uh, it's very comedic up until this point. So uh, they, they decide as a group that they're going to walk it across. Like all these people are coming down to help them, uh, but they're going to walk their, their uh, bobsled across the finish line. And the East Germans, the first to uh, start the slow clap, and then everyone's slow clapping. Uh, you see like a two second shot of Junior's dad, not even two seconds, wearing a Jamaican shirt. Like, so, like, I guess that's like, hey, that story's wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> He's on the team now. Uh, so everyone's cheering. Uh, they, they play like a reggae song, right? Like, you have to cheer up a little. Like, you had to be a little inspired. Love right? lift us up where we belong. Where we belong. Where the goes fly. So is Beach is still happening? The remake. I don't want to talk to you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna. I was. Did does Bet Miller say anything about this yet? I was going to spew profanity about at you, but I, I held it back because this is cool running. This is a Disney movie, but I don't want to talk to you about the Beaches remake. It's, it's people need people. People have died for less, is all I'm saying. People have died in this world for less than trying to remake such a great movie. Okay. Uh, the East Germans shake their hands. The lucky egg survives. And we get, uh, we get some words on the screen telling us that uh, they were heroes in Jamaica. And then they came back in, in 1992 and they were accepted by all because they were not – they were equals. They were peers. But to me – from, especially from what you said, it sounds like they were that in, in 88. Like it doesn't sound like it took to 92 for them to be. Yeah. At, at one point they're ranked eighth in the world. So, I mean, they became like a legitimate bobsled team. It wasn't like, Oh, this is cute. Do you remember in 2008, some guy from some small African country, they had him doing some qualifying swimming in the pool. And it was like the first time he was ever in an Olympic sized swimming pool. And everybody like stood and clapped for him. Like, Yay, he's good. Yay, he's in the Olympics. I'm sure glad he got out of his crappy African country for a week or so. But, I mean, that was different than this bobsled team who actually became like a competitive force, like something that actually could win a medal eventually. Yeah. um, The Olympics, I guess, is, I guess the main, the the best part of the Olympics is it's, it's all about the feel good, right? Like, yeah, you, they got a few good moments. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess that's like the—that's what's supposed to come out of the Olympics. You're supposed to just ignore all the other human rights violations and just focus on the good. Um. So you would recommend this to anyone? Uh no, no. I would recommend this to families who have small, you know, six, seven, eight up children who uh i think would enjoy it or you know maybe if you have a nostalgic nostalgia for the movie from your childhood yes but if it's just your first time watching it and like you're just doing it for yourself you need to you need to listen to what we've said and then make a decision don't just go into like we've we've outlined all the good and the bad of this movie uh yeah, like I wouldn't walk up to a friend uh, and just be like, man, you have to check out Cool Runnings, man. <laughs> um, so there's literally nothing true about this movie other than four guys came from Jamaica and they were in a bobsled. That's literally the only thing from this movie that's true. <laughs> but I think, uh, don't get hung up on that. It's it's a lot of fun. I think 
me as a adult child, I would enjoy it and other people's regular children would enjoy it as well. Yes. Also, uh, I got the, uh, I don't know if you're free tomorrow. We're having people over to play the wiffle ball, Clint. I don't know if you're uh yeah i saw that i actually i have to uh i will be in indiana tomorrow with i guess we can send some pictures will probably be on facebook i got some new uh new advertising put up so it looks pretty cool no i look forward to seeing it okay i look forward to seeing the advertising on the facebook's uh, uh and then uh yes. hopefully next week or 10 days from now we'll have over the top it'll happen we're doing over the top it's like a switch dude you gotta find dre i mean where is this guy at he's he said he was on a beach world. on vacation somewhere <laughs> Yeah, he's in Myrtle Beach, North nice. Myrtle Beach, oh. not South. Ooh, he doesn't. <laughs> okay, okay. I okay. see what you're doing there. Right. Uh, anyway, Maybe thank you guys for listening so much. Uh, we appreciate you guys uh, following along with our uh, crazy schedule. Uh, but I think we're going to be back to uh, every every 10 days, two-week sitch uh, coming up here in the near future. we got some funness. Uh, usually we have some good back-to-school times. We haven't talked about it, but uh, we have never done Johnny Be Good. Uh, so, uh, you know, that'd be great for exactly. uh, football, I think. Yeah, I thought so. Anyway, yeah. So we got some fun coming towards you, uh, possibly coming back to video. Maybe not. We don't know. We have all this equipment. We'll figure it out. We're busy people. All right. Well, thanks again for listening, everybody. This is Michael. This is Lawrence. Uh, stay awesome. Stay awesome, everybody. Go! You still here? Don't, 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 don't worry about us. We'll be all right. It's over. Should you need us? Yes. Should you need us? For any reason at all. Go home. Get out of here! Can't you see we don't want you anymore? Go. I want to know why you disqualified my guys. The Alliance has the right to do whatever they feel is in the best interest of the sport. We must also be concerned about the potential for embarrassment. Oh, forgive me. I didn't realize the four black guys in a bobsled could make you blush. Come on, Kurt. What you're doing is wrong and you know it. Listen, three of these guys can run the hundred and hundred and five. Who is mean will let you down. They've done everything you've asked. Those guys are in the right to wave the nation's flag. It's the single greatest honor an athlete could ever have. You know they can't believe we have a bobsled team. Now look in the mirror and tell me what you see. A badass mother who don't take no crap of nobody. Pride, pride, power, power. A badass mother, a badass mother. I'm not a lost little boy, father. I am a man. I am not a lost little boy. Mother, I'm an Olympian. Three of these guys can run the hundred and hundred and five. Who is mean will let you down. They've done everything you've asked. Those guys are in the right. To wave the nation's flag. It's the single greatest honor an athlete could ever have. Tell me again. Pride, pride, power, power. Can I hear you? I am not a lost little boy, father. I am a man. I am not a lost little boy. I'm an Olympian. I am not a lost little boy, father. I am a man. I am not a lost little boy. I'm an Olympian. choice of the next generation. Hey. Is there any background noise on my end that's concerning? No, it's good. I think we're all right. Okay. I think you just... I got to get into it. I got it. I, yeah. <laughs> get, get this much. That, this well, much. That's actually, right here. That's right. There's good. It's a sweet spot. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I do too. How are you feeling? Doing okay. Is your essence good? You want to talk about your essence? I don't. 
So do you think they're going to hit Anthony Rizzo today? I think they're going to hit Anthony Rizzo today. You know, Cardinal way and all. Her Bryant. Uh, the smart thing to do would be hit Bryant, but I don't know. I think they'll do a Rizzo because he crowds the play anyway. And he's going, well, we didn't know. Rizzo doesn't take that shit. Um, so you think there'll be a fight? There's four, three more games, and this all happened on game one. So right. Oh, and plus, I mean, Rizzo like, hit his back. It wasn't intentional. Yeah, and even Rizzo was. He walked last night. Did, I didn't see oh, the replay. I didn't see the replay. I just heard it. Oh, it was bad. <laughs> it was a horrible call. Well, you know these things balance themselves out. <laughs> they do. They do. That ump did not want to be there. I was and, like, he's um, like, this is my twelfth extra inning game this year. And Lackey it's was going to have to pitch. It's a they didn't, Yeah, they didn't want Lackey pitching. <clears throat> you should have, dude. You need to you need to find a picture of Chapman's face from last night because he got he threw three pitches and got three outs. <laughs> and as he's walking up the field, he's laughing like it's it's the greatest smile I've ever seen. Like he's just so he's never done that before. Well, I listened he's, to the interview with Joe, and he's like, "I've never seen three pitches." He's like, "I've seen four pitches because the third guy normally takes a pitch." <laughs> yeah, it was insane. Uh, all right. Hey, mom, you want to you want to do this podcast, mom? <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> is it is that your hot pockets? Uh, it's my tacos. Is it mini tacos? No, regular tacos. Do they have lettuce in them? Because my dad would always no. get them and then he'd reheat them. And you're like, dad, this is pretty gross with the lettuce and everything. Oh, lettuce is the worst in the fridge, isn't it? No, I just make a bunch of taco meat, and then I can just, you know. You eat it, it as you can. I mean, eat it as you go. Yeah. Yeah. Whenever you want to start. 